हरि ओम विशल चांड फ्रॉम वर्स नंबर इलेवन यदक्षरम वेद विदो वदंती विशंति यो वीतरागा यदिच्छन्तो ब्रह्मचर्यम चरंती तत्ते पदम संग्रहेण प्रवक्षे सर्वद्वाराणि संयम्य मनोहृदि निरुद्ध्य च मूर्ध्याध्यात्मन प्राणम आस्थितो योगधारण ओमेकाक्षर ब्रह्म व्याहरन मनुस्मरन यति त्यजेहम सयाति परमाम गति सो भगवान आंसर्स अर्जुनस क्वेश्चन ही सेस दैट वॉट एवर वी थिंक एट द टाइम ऑफ डेथ वॉट एवर कन्विक्शंस वी हैव our we get that type of life in future one who remembers god and leaves this body attains god so therefore one should constantly remember god mam anusmara yudhyacha while performing our duties one should constantly keep one's attention on that supreme reality which is not different from my own self slowly and steadily our mind will get tuned to it our intellect will get tuned to it and we will be able to realize that supreme nature of our own bhagwan indicated it with the words kavim puranam anushasitaram some eight pointers he gave but for those who find it difficult to comprehend that supreme reality in its in its uh, true form bhagwan says you can take the help of the sound symbol om so this om is the very essence of all the vedas and it is the support of that brahma to attain that brahma one can take support of om one can uh, it is the subtlest support it uh, just by chanting and meditating on the meaning of om one will be able to realize that ultimate truth but one should chant and meditate with full focus and attention sarvadwarani sayamya manohrudi nirudhya cha focusing controlling all the senses placing the mind in the heart placing the pranas in the in the head one should chant this om om iti ekaksharam brahma vyaharan mam anusmaran 
यप्रयाति तेजन देहम सयाति परमाम गति वन हु कॉन्स्टेंटली चांस अटर्स दिस ओम एंड कंटेम्पलेट ऑन द मीनिंग माम अनुस्मरण कॉन्स्टेंटली रिमेम्बर्स मी थिंक अबाउट मी विच इज इंडिकेटेड बाय द साउंड ओम सो बोथ दिस शुड गो टुगेदर द कॉन्स्टंट चांटिंग ऑफ ओम एंड कंटेम्पलेटिंग ऑन द मीनिंग ऑफ दैट ओम सो डूइंग दिस वन लिव दिस बॉडी सयाति परमाम गतिम दैट पर्सन एटेन्स दैट सुप्रीम गोल सो लेटर ऑन अवर ग्रेट महात्मा सेनॉल इवन फर्दर सिंप्लीफाइड द पाथ बाय गिविंग सम मोर मंत्रस ऑल्सो एंड सम अदर नेम्स ऑफ गॉड इफ वन फाइंड्स डिफिकल्टी इन इन कंटेम्पलेटिंग एंड चांटिंग ओम देन वन कैन टेक अप एनी अदर नेम ऑफ भगवान लाइक राम और कृष्णा लाइक वाल्मीकि जी जस्ट बाय चांटिंग राम बिकेम सुप्रीमली प्योर हिज माइंड बिकेम एब्सोल्युटली क्लीन एंड प्योर एंड ही एटेन दैट आइडेंटिटी विथ गॉड एंड इवन नाउ इन मॉडर्न टाइम्स सो मेनी मास्टर्स दे हैव कम दे ऑल्सो फॉलोड दिस पाथ एंड दे गिव दिस एडवाइस टू अदर्स ऑल्सो दैट यू कैन टेक अप दिस पाथ सिंपल भगवान्स नेम यू कैन चांट तुलसी रामायण तुलसीदास जी गिव्स लॉट ऑफ इम्पॉर्टेंस टू इट ही सेज इन दिस कलियुग द सिंपलेस्ट एंड द मोस्ट इफेक्टिव पाथ इज टू टेक भगवान्स नेम नहीं कली कर्म न भगति विवेकू राम नाम अवलंबन एकू दैट इन कलियुग दैट ऑल अदर पाथ्स आर लिटिल टफ बट वन कैन जस्ट चांट भगवान्स नेम सो राइट फ्रॉम सिंपलेस्ट वेरी इजी एंड सिंपल पाथ टू द मोस्ट कॉम्प्लेक्स पाथ एवरीथिंग इज इज इंडिकेटेड बिकॉज सम पीपल दे फील दैट ओ नो नो आई वॉन्ट समथिंग मच कॉम्प्लेक्स एंड सो डिफिकल्ट साउंडिंग पाथ दे फील वेरी नाइस इफ समथिंग वेरी सिंपल इज टोल्ड वी डोंट हैव फेथ इन इट एंड वेरी कॉम्प्लेक्स इज टोल्ड वी कांट डू इट बट वी हैव फेथ lot of pranayam lot of these some mantras and some esoteric uh, sadhana and all and then we have faith but when it is said you just take bhagwan's name with full love and and devotion we might not have that much faith but here bhagwan is stressing that again and again he says that one who chant this om ओम एकाक्षरम ब्रह्म सो विथ फुल अटेंशन वन हैज टू चांट इट लाउडली और देन लेटर ऑन इन वंस ओन माउथ मीन्स विस्परिंग एंड देन विथ द माइंड इट सेल्फ वन कैन चांट दैट ओम एंड एज वन चांस वन हैज टू थिंक अबाउट द मीनिंग सो एज आई सेड एस्टडी दैट अ represents the entire the reality as expressing as the waking world 
so the waking world the waking waker and the experience of this waking all are indicated by the sound a so from the individual standpoint and from the cosmic standpoint everything that one knows about the waking is indicated by the sound a even science which tries to understand this world they study everything in the waking state only everything is included in a so that a itself becomes o and o hmm. so that represents our dream or the cosmic dream state and the dreamer cosmic dreamer as well as the individual dreamer that is indicated by the sound o in o so o itself becomes o o so o and o together becomes o and as one chants o om and close the lips the sound becomes nasal and mm. so that is that is the deep sleep state it indicates the deep cosmic deep sleep state which is the very source of this entire creation which is indicated further also as a vector unmanifest that is indicated by this sound om it's like the black hole don't know what it is it's very deep the cosmic unmanifest from which everything has emerged into which everything merges so when we chant om also the a and mo merges in that mm, so that it merges into it so when we chant om we should pay attention to all these three aspects the a uh, the beginning of uh, the om the middle and how it merges into that mm sound and then silence not to just chant but first when we chant we should become be aware of the silence from where the sound is coming oh again it goes back into silence so that silence represents that supreme reality which cannot be indicated by any sound it is that nirgun nirakar beyond all names beyond all forms the only thing nearest thing we can say about it is silence we can't say it but just we can keep quiet hmm. so great uh, mahatmas or great realized master they indicate that supreme reality through silence like bhagwan ramana maharshi those who approached him and asked about that supreme he is to indicate it through silence but silence is not understood we want some sign so then it is indicated by some sign language like this chin mudra but sign also we don't understand then it is indicated by sound om om also if we don't understand then all the other mantras are there to indicate that supreme reality so om is the most fascinating of all the mantras and with lot of respect and reverence one should utter it and utilize it whether one is man woman doesn't matter ha huh? 
many times we have fear that oh om should not be chanted by uh, ladies or should not be chanted by somebody nothing like that our pujya gurudev he has given us this great uh, what do you call permission permission coming from a realized master is permission from god only he says everyone can chant in our mission there is no restriction of chanting om or chanting gayatri mantra also for ladies or for gents for everyone so om is one of the most uh, powerful mantra and with the help of it we can comprehend it supreme again as i said yesterday that each mantra has got their own devatas and those devatas when they are properly respected when we chant with full respect and devotion they reveal the meaning of that mantra also so with devotion when we chant om and do some omkar upasana that omkar devata itself will reveal its uh, secret to us so we need not wait for the last minute to practice that doctor has said in one hour you are going to you know okay now let me practice om that time it is very difficult might be very difficult so one should practice when we have the opportunity hmm so om iti ekaksharam brahma vyaharan mam anusmaran yaprayati tajandeham sayati paramam gatim one who drops his body chanting om and meditating on the meaning of om bhagwan says he attained the supreme gati the ultimate uh, goal of our life the supreme state of realization or oneness with that ultimate reality is attained by such seekers therefore bhagwan says you constantly chant om he says in the next verse ananya cheta satatam yo mam smarati nityashaha tasyaham sulabha partha nityayuktasya yoginah ananya cheta satatam yo mam smarati nityashaha tasyaham sulabha partha nityayuktasya yoginah ha bhagwan again he emphasizes he says this is the sulabha path a very very easy easy path to attain me he says that ananya cheta with a mind cheta means with a mind ananya not getting distracted undistracted mind which is not going here and there mind which is under our control mind which is steady mind which is pure with this mind when we ananya cheta satatam constantly mam smarati he who remembers me nityashah always see here two terms are used satatam 
एंड नित्य सततम मीन्स कॉन्स्टंटली एट ऑल टाइम्स एंड नित्य फॉर अ लॉन्ग टाइम नॉट फॉर वन मंथ और टू मंथ्स और वन इयर बट थ्रू आउट द लाइफ शंकराचार्य जी सेज न षण्मासम संवत्सरम वा किम तरी यावत जीवम नैरंतर यो मां स्मरति इत्यर्थ नॉट फॉर वन मंथ नॉट फॉर सिक्स मंथ्स और वन इयर बट थ्रू आउट वंस लाइफ वन शुड मेक इट वन सेकेंड नेचर टू कीप इन ट्यून विथ गॉड जस्ट लाइक वी कीप अवर मोबाइल इन ट्यून विथ दॉट यू कॉल द कनेक्शन द विच सी एक तो चार्ज करते हैं और दूसरा वी सी दैट इट इज इन द रेंज प्रॉपरली इन सिटीज एंड ऑल इट इज ऑलवेज इन द रेंज बट वेन वन ट्रेवल्स एंड ऑल हो इट इज नॉट आउट ऑफ इट इज गॉन आउट ऑफ रेंज एंड ऑल वॉट कैन आई डू नाउ इफ द वर्ल्ड गोज आई मीन डिजॉल्व आई विल नॉट नो नो बडी विल सेंड मैसेज टू मी सो मोबाइल इज कनेक्टेड मीन्स इट इज सम टावर इज ऑलवेज कनेक्टेड टू इट similarly wherever we go whatever we do whether we are happy unhappy whether we are educated uneducated whether we are doing something not doing something whatever be the condition one should be in tune with that supreme reality that is the that is the sadhana that may be difficult in the beginning but slowly and steadily it will become a second nature it is the simplest path bhagwan says there cannot be anything simple he says you do your daily duties you do whatever you want whatever you want means your duties hmm. but constantly keep me keep me means keep that supreme reality indicated by so many terms kavim puranam keep that supreme in your heart in your mind in your attention need not have all the indicators even one indicator which appeals to us that that supreme is my own self that is god is pure peace and happiness god is that infinite uh, reality god is all knowing all powerful he is the self of all beings he is expressing as life Hmm. in the seventh chapter also bhagwan had given so many vibhutis so when one ananya cheta with a mind tuned completely tuned to it is like a child who is uh, sitting in the lap of the mother and then he interacts with the world but he is sitting in the godi of the mother and interacts with the world then there is no problem so once uh, lord vishnu came to meet lord shiva so lord vishnu he sits on a garuda that pakshi and he came to meet lord shiva and shiva bhagwan has got lot of snakes in his neck and all over the body and his garuda and snakes they are like enemies garuda eat, eat all snakes and all so when that shiva bhagwan i mean vishnu bhagwan came that uh, snake who was there around uh, shiva bhagwan's neck he looked at that garud and he did like that garud said now i will not do anything to you but thoda sa bahar nikal you go 
little away from Lord Shiva, then I will show you. Because now I can't touch you. Now I can't touch you. So residing in Lord Shiva, he can even frighten Garuda. Doesn't matter. But going away from Lord Shiva, he will not be able to do anything. Similarly, being in constant touch with the Lord, we live in this world. That is the best. Satatam. Constantly. One can practice. First, it will be conscious memory. Then that memory also will go deeper. It will become our second nature. We will not be able to even realize. It will become a second nature. It's like great Mahatmas and all the chant Bhagwan's name and remember him. Become the second nature. Like a great saint from Maharashtra, Sant Tukaram Maharaj, constantly is to remember God in his, and chant his name, Vithala, 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 Vithala. And he used to do his work also. So one day he was chanting Bhagwan's name and he was passing through a place which was not very clean. So one Panditji stopped him and he said, what are you doing? You can't chant Bhagwan's name in this dirty place. You are spoiling Bhagwan's name. So please keep your mouth shut. So Tukaram Maharaj, very simple, humble person, when that Panditji told him with such force and all, he said, okay, okay, I won't chant. And he kept his mouth shut. And a strange thing happened from his entire body, the sound of Vithala, 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 Vithala started coming. So Panditji did Namaskar to him and said, please forgive me. I have no right to tell you what is right and wrong. You continue. So Bhagwan's name and his memory should become part of our life, our swabhav, our nature. Uh, that is very important. People try to remember other things. And in order to remember, we have various techniques and all nowadays. Uh, we put it in our this mobile and all sorts of things. So we can do it for Bhagwan's name also. Keep it in your head. So Ananya Cheta Satatam constantly. In uh, in uh, Patanjali Yoga Sutra, Patanjali Rishi says that when any sadhana, if we do continuously and for a long time, we get established in that sadhana. Then even if we die, the sadhana continues. Even if we are sleeping, the sadhana continues. Then we get totally established in that sadhana. Then we carry it in our future lifetime also. In case one doesn't attain the Supreme, one carries one sadhana even in future lifetime. So he says, this dirga kalaha nairantaryena satkara sevita dhadabhumihi. Abhyas, he says, it should be done without a break for a long time. Same Bhagavan says, Satatam and Nityashaha, Yo Mamsmarati, one who remembers me with love, with faith, not with complaint, not with uh, uh, all sorts of uh, negative feeling, but with positively one remembers. But uh, great uh, Mahatmas and Bhakti literature says that even if you remember with negative feeling, that will also help. One should try to remember God with love, but even with hate and dislike and anger, if one remembers, that also will help.
Ravana and Kamsa and all those people were also remembering God, but in a negative way, but that helped them. That also helps. So, Ananya Cheta Satatam, it is like fire, whether I like it or don't like it, when I approach fire, I get the heat from fire. Similarly, whether one likes or not, when one remembers God, one becomes pure. So, Ananya Cheta Satatam Yomam Smarati Nityashaha Tasyaham Sulabha Partha He Partha, for them I am Sulabha, easily attainable. Otherwise, to attain that state of God-realization, enlightenment is very difficult. To walk this path of yoga and jnana is very, very difficult because it requires special qualification of the mind, of the intellect, of the body. We should have enough power of our will strength of tapas and all, then it is easy to follow certain paths. But to remember God and follow this path of uh, this divine remembrance is very easy. So, tasyaham sulabha partha, for them, Bhagavan says, I am easily attainable. Because as, as it was said, that whatever we think, we go towards that. We move toward that. We, 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 we lean towards that. So when we constantly think and remember God, we move towards Him. Nitya yuktasya yoginaha to a yogi, a dhyana yogi, or the one who remembers God, such a yogi, such a seeker, who is nitya yuktaha, well tuned, completely tuned, to such a yogi, Bhagavan says, I am easily available. Sulabha. So this is the easiest path indicated in our, this Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavan, out of his kindness and compassion, has uh, indicated this path. Like it? Yes or no? Very good. <laughs> you don't have choice. <laughs> But it's very sweet. And it's sweet because, uh, and as you gain the understanding, because you are remembering in a way yourself, you are in getting in tune to yourself. The more and more we get in tune to ourselves, the more joy, the more peace, the more fulfillment one will feel. It's like coming back home. See, after traveling here, there, people go for uh, sightseeing and this and that. Finally, they say, chalo, abhi ghar jate hai. So, that thought itself gives them great pleasure. Ah, now I am going back home. And the more they move towards home, the better they feel. And finally, they reach home. Ah, pahunch gaye, baba. Similarly, this chanting Bhagwan's name or remembering him is like going back home to our own home. We have been roaming in this samsara for many, many lifetimes. Now we have to go back home. Hari home. Gurudev used to say, Hari home. And to Hari home, we have to chant Hari Om. So, Hari Om. Next verse. Mamu Petya Punar Janma. Mamu Petya 
దుఃఖాలయం శాశ్వతం నాప్నువంతి మహాత్మాన సంసిద్ధిం పరమాం గతా మాముపేత్య పునర్జన్మ దుఃఖాలయం శాశ్వతం నాప్నువంతి మహాత్మాన సంసిద్ధిం పరమాం గతా so when we chant bhagwan's name we chant om and remember him that supreme reality we attain that supreme gati the supreme state of realization but what is so great about it what is so special about it what is the speciality of this param gati which one attains bhagwan says that one who attains me mam upetya one who attains me the ultimate goal of all beings to, is to attain me is to come and identify with me so mam upetya having attained me punar janma na apnavanti they don't have to take birth again one becomes free of taking again and again birth in this in this samsara punarapi jananam punarapi maranam this whole cycle of transmigration comes to an end see as a human being for a short time when things are under our control seemingly we feel ha ah, very nice but all the time the birth is not uh, may not be as human being and may not be so conducive so constantly there are sorrows and there are pain in various types of life forms so bhagwan uh, briefly he gives the, the 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 story of everyone's life he said dukhalayam ashashvatam this janma and this samsara is dukhalaya dukhalaya means the very abode of sorrow little bit joy in between and then sorrow pain trouble therefore if you ask someone how are you they say i am fine but if you ask second time third time then they will start telling the entire story so we have this good uh, what you call culture maybe picked up from the western people i don't know how are you you say and just keep walking <laughs> hi how are you fine yes but if you stop and really want to tell the person or really want to listen you will hear the all the sad stories i also hear actually <laughs> you think i don't have such i also people sometimes come and tell their sad stories to me and it's good actually for me i gain more vairagya after listening to the stories <laughs> and you never know who will uh, outwardly people appear very happy very nice lot of wealth is there name is there in the world all health is also there everything is there you might feel that oh that person must be the very embodiment of all joy same person comes and tells sad stories swami ji kya bataye aapko and they want to start from the beginning like complete in detail so 
anyway so this dukhalayam sarvam gautam buddha he looked at the world and he understood that sarvam dukham dukham sarvam kshanikam kshanikam same thing bhagwan says dukhalayam and ashashvatam the very abode of all sorrow see physically also because we are confined and identified with this body the body which is made up of matter constantly changes body is a machine and it's constantly is working but what time what will happen we don't know it keeps on something or other keeps on happening lot of traffic you think delhi roads have traffic your own body has so much of traffic circulation of blood circulation of all this oxygen this that so many things keep on all the organs and all they're vigorously working you eat one laddu but to digest that all these organs they have to struggle like anything hmm constantly non stop even when you are asleep those four organs they are working when it will stop when something will go wrong nobody knows so the body itself the abode of and as one grows then you will start knowing how many joints are there as a young kid and all we don't know how many joints we have but as we grow are yahan par bhi joint hota hai kya if we sit we can't stand if we stand we can't sit so all sorts of troubles start coming from the body then from the uh, all the relations which body is related to family or property all the people around so full of different types of sorrow there are three types of sorrows mentioned adi daivik adi bhautik and adhyatmik adi daivik means sorrow from the cosmos cosmic which we don't have any control from the totality like some war famine hmm some natural some disaster don't have any control some meteorite comes and bangs on the earth or something like that then there is adi bhautik from the surrounding from the neighborhood from the government from the municipality from the mcd साइन नहीं करते है वो इधर है उधर है ऑल दिस टाइप ऑफ ट्रबल एंड आध्यात्मिक आध्यात्मिक फ्रॉम विद इन फ्रॉम अवर ओन बॉडी फ्रॉम अवर ओन माइंड फ्रॉम अवर ओन पास्ट संस्कार डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ ट्रबल कीप्स ऑन कमिंग सो दुख आलयम वी आर द वेरी एम्बॉडीमेंट ऑफ total joy and peace but constantly one has to experience sorrow and pain and the sense of limitation because of this identification with the body as i so dukhalayam and ashashvatam this world is also ashashvat constantly perishing after struggling everyone struggles to gain something as soon as we gain it starts perishing it start going so every result is perishable everything of this world is perishable even if one attains the highest post again comes down everything is perishable constantly our body constantly the cells are dying as we sit here 
Our cells are dying and new cells are taking birth. So it is ashashvatam, dukkhalayam ashashvatam and mahatmanaha, but those mahatmas, those realized masters who samsiddhim paramangataha, who have attained that supreme state of realization, one who has gone to that ultimate abode of of that Lord, one who has attained that oneness with God, oneness with Brahma, such realized master, na apnuvanti punarjanma, they don't again take birth as an individual. They become all. They are the supreme. They don't have to take birth again. This is called, this itself is called moksha. Freedom from this cycle of birth and death. So, maam upetyu punar janma dukkhalayam ashashvatam na apnoti mahatmanaha samsiddhim paramam gataha. So, this is considered as the ultimate goal of our existence, of our life. See, even if we go to other lokas and all, we have to come back. Even if we attain something very great, that is also lost. Everything, as I said, everything is lost except when one attains this state of ultimate realization. So why it is said that other states or other, this world are ashashvatam, perishable, not lasting, why? And which world you are talking about? So Bhagwan now takes up this topic that how this world are perishable or constantly changing and why. Abrahma Bhuvana Lokaha Punaravarti Norjuna Mamupetyatu Kaunteya Punarjanmana vidyate, Abrahma bhuvanal lokaha, Punaravarti norjuna, Mamu petyatu kaunteya, Punarjanmana vidyate. Bhagavan says that Abrahma bhuvanal lokaha, all lokaha. Lokaha means worlds. Worlds means, world, uh, lok, lok means that which is experience. Lokyate iti loka. That which is experience means the different worlds of experience. See, this is one world where we are, the bhur lok it is called. The earth. Hmm. But there are other worlds. Swarga lok and narak lok and Atal, Vital, Sutal, Talatal, Rasatal, Patal and all. So many worlds are there. They are different levels of uh, consciousness wherein one experiences the world or the, yeah, our, oneself and the world around in a different way. Different layers are there. Just like in this, our earth, there are different categories of people based on their economic uh, condition and all, there are different categories. 
based on some other condition there are different categories are there similarly in this vast cosmos there are millions of lokas and each one of them are at different stages different categories so bhagwan says that aap brahma bhuvanan right from the world of brahma ji the creator so brahma ji's world is there which is called brahma lok so right from the world of the creator which is considered to be the supreme most world of experience uh, that is also world it is also part of samsar but it is at the highest level like it's like the mount everest of all the worlds so from brahma lok onwards all the lokas bhagwan says whatever be those lokas they are punaravartinaha he arjuna they are like one who reaches it has to come back means they are not permanent residents nobody gets permanent uh, residentship in any of these lokas here also we have come on earth it's temporary uh, residences no no mera to permanent hai ghar your ghar might be permanent but you are temporary so many times people make all those things arrangement is that and all once we leave this world in which world we will go we don't know millions of various variety of worlds are there it's like our dream suppose you go to sleep what dream will come to you you yourself will not be able to tell but it is a world in which you live it's also a world there also you experience joys and sorrows there also you experience pain pleasure there also you might have a family and people around our scriptures like yog vashishta tells about these various worlds and how they are like dream worlds only one may experience the entire lifetime in a dream and wakes up in a different uh, place and different time altogether so this all these worlds bhagwan says they are punaravartini they are just worlds of experience one goes there and again will have to shift from that world also so one never gains permanent residence in this worlds he arjuna but mam upetya but one who attains me that person doesn't have to go anywhere else he is not born again mam upetya tu kaunteya punar janma na vidyate for that person there is no more birth no more coming into world no more getting bound by the, in this samsara he becomes that person becomes free because god is free one attains oneness with god one becomes free that's called moksha and all worlds are bound by time and they are temporary now bhagwan takes up this topic little further by telling us why this world are temporary and how they are bound by time and how much time what is the meaning of concept of time in which these worlds are bound it's a very interesting uh, topic uh, wherein the concept of time is given and this is in tune with a lot of our scientific discoveries even the science is trying to understand the origin of this world which we experience 
And going back, they have come to some figure when the Big Bang took place and when this particular universe came into being and how old it is. According to science, it is about 13.5 billion years, if I am not mistaken, old. So science also tries to understand, but its figure keep on changing actually. Every now and then they add some more numbers to it, saying that last times the number was not proper. We suddenly realize this little more. So similarly, our scriptures also have talked about this world and the time frame in which. So fascinating. Let us chant verse number 17. Sahasrayuga Pariyantam Aharyad Brahmano Viduho Ratrim Yuga Sahasrantam Teho Ratra Vidojanaha Sahasrayuga Pariyantam Aharyad Brahmano Viduhu Ratrim Yuga Sahasrantam Teho Ratra Vidojanaha Bhagwan says that Sahasra Yuga Pariyantam Ahaha Brahmanaha Viduhu This divine or Brahmajis, the creator Brahma is the creator or that supreme, uh, the divinity as the creator. The time from the creator standpoint, the creator's time or the creator's one day is equal to 1000 yugas of uh, human yugas. Yuga. Hmm? We know about yuga, no? So which yuga is going on now? Kali yuga. Very nice. Very nice means correct answer. <laughs> Kali Yuga. This, let us, okay, I will start giving some figures now. Huh? So Kali Yuga, it is said, according to the scriptures, it said it is made up of 4,32,000 years, human years. 4,32,000. 4, Human years equal to one complete period of Kali Yuga. Kali Yuga started about 5000 years ago when Mahabharata war took place. During that time the Kali Yuga began. So roughly 5000 years have elapsed according to our time scale. So 4,32,000 years is the complete period of Kali Yuga. That Kali Yuga period is taken as one unit. Two times Kali Yuga is called Dwapar Yuga. Two. Three times Kali Yuga is called Treta Yuga. So Kali Yuga multiplied by three, that period is called Treta Yuga. And four times period of Kali Yuga is Satya Yuga. So Dwapar Yuga comes to 8,64,000. 12 lakhs 96,000 will Treta Yuga and some 17 lakhs and some 1,000 is, uh, is uh, uh, Satya Yuga. And all of them put together, all these four Yugas put together, 
comes up to 43 lakhs 20000 years 43 lakhs 20000 years this is all four yugas put together they are they are called chatur yug or they are just together also they are called yuga because when we say yuga it contains all these four so 43 lakhs 43 lakhs 20000 now one step further this 43 lakhs 20000 uh, years multiplied by 1000 is one day of brahmaji the divine day cosmic day cosmic day means that the uh, the life of the cosmos this creation this world this particular world which we are experiencing the life of this world is uh, 43 lakhs 20000 multiplied by 1000 and that is day time and that much is the night time of brahma ji same figure is the night time of brahma ji so this together day and night is called that one day of brahma ji ahoratra day and night day night see uh, 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 when the brahma ji's day begins then the creation begins and when his day ends the creation comes to an end uh, in science also they talk about uh, this uh, creation started with a big bang hmm. from zero from singularity means there was no time there was no space there was no matter everything was just uh, some single point like and from that point like uh, something the creation happened according to science in the beginning uh, finer uh, elements were formed like hydrogen and uh, helium and all slowly they came and in within seconds the the space and all was formed and all this matter and they started uh, coming together and then various uh, stars were formed and various planets and all and uh, it is uh, the world is constantly expanding the space and everything is constantly expanding so there are millions and billions of uh, galaxies are there our own galaxies uh, milky way like that there are billions of galaxies and all these galaxies are moving away from each other at present according to the scientific uh, investigation they have their own red shift and all they do all sorts of calculation so the all the galaxies are moving and according to the latest scientific uh, this that uh, it has expanded and now it has it is slowly uh, after reaching that limit it is again it will slowly come together it will come together all the galaxies everything will come together and they will form a crunch and then everything will dissolve into one point that is how science talks about similar thing is said here that when brahmaji's creation begins the whole creation comes into being then it reaches a midpoint and then again it's the dissolution process begins so at present brahmaji's age is exactly half 50 years hmm so the 
creation has come to half point and again the dissolution process of the cosmic uh, creation has begun so when we chant even when we do puja and all we have to say all this uh, exact time so brahma ji we say 50 years have elapsed and his 50 after 50 years the first day has begun and in that first day also some um, you know, what to call so many uh, manvantars have passed away so many uh, chaturyugas have gone hmm. exact figure and all uh, is also given in the scriptures so it is like you can say that 50 years brahma ji celebrated and then his is 50 first year has begun the first day and it is somewhere in the morning time like 11 o'clock according to brahma ji's time or maybe 12 o'clock as a half way like and uh, then slowly the world will come to an end and when brahma ji uh, uh, goes to sleep the whole world also as though comes to an end it's like it's called brahma ji sleep what in science they call that everything goes into that state of singularity it remains in that state of singularity for a long time and again there is a big bang and again the creation it's called the pulsating i think if i am not mistaken pulsating universe universe goes into oblivion and again comes back again goes into this and again is like pulse like our heartbeat and all this pick 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 like that universe also is born and again goes and again born again so here this time frame and all and if you calculate you will find that it matches or very uh, or matches the scientific uh, thoughts which are there going on presently so sahasra yuga paryantam bhagwan says 1000 yugas means chatur yugas is the day time of brahma ji see again our pujya gurudev has very beautifully pointed out that our uh, time frame and our state of happiness is also very much related is very interesting when a person is unhappy the time moves very slowly aista aista chalta hai aisa lagta hai ki chal hi nahi raha hai in pravachan also if you are getting bored and all you will find the time moving very slowly very people shake their watches and check <laughs> but if you enjoy then sir is this by the time you just you just sit and else it's over so soon are what happened when one is happy the time moves very fast means you will uh, you will feel only only one minute has gone but actually one hour has gone but when it is uh, when there is unhappiness you will feel one hour has gone but it's only one minute has gone so time is directly proportional to the state of happiness the state of happiness of brahma ji is maximum so the time frame there is quite uh, cosmic compared to our time frame so one day of brahma ji is like uh, so many years of human years so sahasra yuga paryantam so our lifetime in this uh, 
हाँ इन दिस दिस वन थाउजेंड चतुर्युगास काम एंड सो मेनी त्रेता युग सो मेनी वन थाउजेंड त्रेता युग वन थाउजेंड द्वापार युग सो मेनी टाइम भगवान टेक्स अवतार ऑल्सो राम अवतार कृष्ण अवतार और सो मेनी अदर अवतार्स इट कीप्स ऑन हैपनिंग इट्स लाइक अ डेली रूटीन इन अ डे ऑफ ब्रह्मा जी इन द कॉस्मिक हिस्ट्री सो मेनी हिस्ट्रीज आर रिपीटेड even in the world actually histories keep on getting repeated people we are cyclic like we are um, we tend to do the same thing again and again during the day also you will find that sometimes people do same thing again if you try to recollect what you did a week ago or this you will find it very difficult because you were doing same thing or it might be very easy also you can just say yes what i did today i did one week ago and life becomes so monotonous so repetitive like nahi same exactly same sometimes people have the same type of food same type of dress like me same dress same thing same with this same jokes they will crack in same way they will laugh also we are if we are given another life again we will repeat the same thing even in organization these that and all people tend to are last year what did we have let us have the same thing again how did we celebrate let us celebrate the same way so there is no creativity there is no newness chalte rehta hai so that person if he is born again will repeat the same life we will repeat the same mistakes also so this is not an individual fault fault but it is the cosmic history is like that histories are repeated so in treta yog ramchandra ji takes i mean bhagwan takes birth as ram shri ram in dwapar yog he comes as krishna so many times he comes so in one day of brahma ji so many things keep on happening hmm and similarly That much period is one night of ब्रह्मा जी रात्रिम युग सहस्रांता अहो रात्र विदो जनाहा दिस इज बींग इंडिकेटेड बाई दो आर द नोवर्स ऑफ द डे एंड नाइट ऑफ ब्रह्मा जी द ग्रेट वाइज पीपल द ऋषीज हु हैव अंडरस्टूड द सीक्रेट ऑफ दिस कॉस्मॉस दे वर द ग्रेट साइंटिस्ट जस्ट लाइक वी हैव इन मॉडर्न साइंस दे यूज सर्टन अदर टेक्निक ऑफ अंडरस्टैंडिंग See the technique differs, and based on the differ, difference in technique, we may have a difference of opinion or understanding. The Rishi Munis they had their own intuitive techniques of understanding what is life. Even the great scientists, or the even doctors and all, they knew about the body's functioning in a different way altogether. There might not have been these microscopes and other. techniques or uh, machines in the good old days but they also knew lot of things about our body about world so there is not only one way of knowing see one way of knowing is through the senses you observe and you know but there is another way of knowing through intuition with the rishi munis they knew so here it is said the knowers of this the rishis they have declared they have indicated the day and night of brahma ji has made up of 1000 chaturyugas so 1000 chaturyuga is day and 1000 chaturyuga is night of brahma 
But what? Why, why you are suddenly telling about the day and night of Brahmaji? He says, what happens in a day and night of Brahmaji, if you have come to understand, then all your ideas about gaining or going to these lokas, attaining these, that will appear very flimsy. What Bhagavan is trying to indicate the supreme goal is such a marvelous and supreme that in front of it, even if one is given the lordship of Brahmalok, that also is temporary. In order to gain some uh, peanuts, people, they miss their opportunity to attain the state of realization. Jagat may be, I mean, if I come to Pravachan, I will miss, I am standing for uh, municipality election. <laughs> I want to become the whatever, sanitary inspector. <laughs> Even if you become Brahmaji, that is also temporary. So Bhagavan says in the next verse, Avvekta Advekta Yasarvaha Prabhavantya Haragami Ratryagami Praliyante Tatreva Vekta Sanknyake Avvekta Advekta Yasarvaha Prabhavantya Haragami Ratryagami Praliyante Tatreva Vekta Sanknyake Avyakta. See this uh, Brahmaji or this Prajapati, the creator, when the creator goes to sleep, when the creator goes to sleep means when the entire cosmos come, goes into a state of unmanifestation, what science talk about as singularity, where there is no space, where there is no time, where there is no matter, where there is nothing. Everything becomes, uh, goes into a state of unmanifestation, like the seed. Potentially it is there, but it is not manifest. Like the seed, the potentially the mango is there in that seed, but it is not manifest. Potentially, when it is given the right uh, condition, it comes up to reveal that mango. Otherwise it is lying dormant. Similarly, the whole cosmos which is now created, when it uh, goes into a state of dissolution, when all the galaxies, everything come together and all the space, time, everything crunches into a single point, it has not disappeared. It is potentially there, but it is in a state of unmanifestation, non-creation ready to get created, but it is in an unmanifested. That is called the sleep state of Brahmaji, the sleep avastha of the Creator. It is, you know, figuratively it is said that God, that Creator is sleeping. Just as when we sleep, our world goes into a state of unmanifestation. As far as I am concerned, when I am asleep, 
I don't know myself, I don't know world, I don't know anything. I go into a state of don't know. That state of don't know and beyond all senses mind is like my sleep. In the same way, in the cosmic standpoint also, Brahmadis, the creator's sleep is called avyakt, unmanifest. That is the Ratri, when for one thousand Chaturyugas, as though the whole creation comes to a standstill. Then, after one thousand uh, Chaturyugas have elapsed, I mean that period is elapsed, again the creation process begins. It begins. So, Vaktaya Sarva Prabhavante, all the various uh, Vakti, Vakti means the various manif- uh, various beings, uh, not only the uh, living sentient but insentient also, various things start getting manifested. The variety of materials come out, variety of uh, this uh, uh, suns and planets and things and all this starts coming out from that, from that zero point, from that uh, singularity, from that avyakta. So avyakta, vektaya sarvaha prabhavanti aharagame. Ahara, means during the daytime, means as the day begins, as it dawns, the entire creation process begins. And in the uh, particular stage of creation, human beings also are born. Otherwise, before that, all this matter and everything is there and all. Then after a particular stage of creation, human beings and other beings and animals, birds, all of them also gets created. They also start evolving. They also start evolving at a different stages of creation. See, our scriptures don't say that uh, in the beginning itself God uh, created with all human beings, animal, birds, plant, everyone. No, no. In different stages, that type of uh, beings start evolving. Just like a plant rose. When it grows, no rose you see. Then suddenly one day you see the little uh, bird and then the, it flowers. In the beginning you don't see, but at a particular period of its life, it flowers. Similarly, at a particular period of cosmic uh, evolution, humans or beings having the ability to be self-aware, they are born. Maybe in some other worlds and all, the human or the being may have different structure. They need not be like ours. Uh, hands and legs and all, might be different structure. In fact, if uh, if dinosaurs, they died, but if they had lived for some few million years more, they might have become, uh, what? They might have become uh, self-aware, realized dinosaurs. Uh, instead of human being, uh, in future, they would have been like moving around, they might have cities and all, dinosaurs sitting and giving provision and other dinosaurs. <laughs> but luckily or unluckily, humans, what we call humans, became self-aware. So we have reached the 
culmination of creation because the creation uh, is one is physical evolution and another is evolution of consciousness so consciousness evolution happens when one becomes more and more aware of oneself self awareness is is very important so this also happens in the in the day of brahmadi Hmm. then again the dissolution process begins so ratra gami so when his night start coming then praliyante the entire cosmos again start dissolving shutting down just like our computer you shut it and slowly the whole this window the that and all shuts down all icons disappear suddenly uh, and then shut but even when it is shut it is not dead the batteries are there and the clock is working clock is working when you again open it it shows the right time so clock is working it is not dead but it is sleeping stand by mode sleeping mode similarly brahma ji when he is sleeping clock is working and once that period is over again he wakes up as though and the creation begins is such a marvelous thing and in a simplistic in a figurative in a simplistic way it is conveyed for everyone to comprehend see this is some of the subtlest truth about the cosmos about the reality conveyed in a more friendly language so that everyone can understand hmm? just imagine 5000 years ago if you had to convey something to person with now with our so called modern scientific understanding and all it becomes easier to comprehend this otherwise it's very difficult otherwise you just imagine some brahma ji with big beard and four hats and doing something you know but if you contemplate it is not some vague stories and all but it's actual facts of life we can we can compare it with our direct experience and also with the scientific understanding and uh, discoveries which are being made so ratragame praliyante tatra eva avyakta samyake so everything again merges back at the night time of brahma ji back into that avyakta in that unmanifest in that state of sleep of that divinity so when it is when the divine being brahma ji wakes up the creation process begins during his day it's going on and by afternoon then again he starts winding up it's like you can imagine the sun when the sun rises it rises there is total darkness and suddenly there is dawn and then the sun rises it reaches its culmination uh, i mean height in the afternoon and then slowly the the setting process begins and then finally it sets down twilight and then gone again darkness similarly the creation begins it reaches the central point now it is at the central point according to our scriptures and the dissolution process has started just so it will take another how many years 
what happens you see a surplus lot of this in the nowadays they must have stock typing but in the those days old days you will have those uh, all the animals in the circus elephants walking then in a cage you have those uh, lions jumping from one stool to another stool you have seen this and that ring master whatever his name he will be there with his ram chadi and he will make those lions jump and people will clap children will clap oh very nice the lion is jumping so nicely but have you looked at the lion's face it might be entertainment for children it might be entertainment for other people but if you go and interview that lion ki mai aaj tak se aaya hu please can you tell me that lion will tell his sad story that is what we call the sad stories lion will say kya kar when i was in the forest i used to be called the king of the jungle here i have to jump from one stool to another stool and this fellow with a chadi keeps on scaring me and thoda sa i get some food to eat and all and again another show start when as the bell ring i have to enter this cage and jump from one stool to another so it's a sad story so he is bound but one who is sitting back relaxed with a moonfully in hand is enjoying the show similarly when a a person who is identified with the body identified with the world is bound but one who has recognized the self becomes free you can sit back relax and enjoy the show of your own body and this entire cosmos that is called jeevan mukti freedom while living and then freedom from this cycle of birth and death more we will see tomorrow you remain seated a few announcements to make Oh